Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to Hooked. It's a podcast where we come up with plot hooks for your role-playing games so that you can use them instead of coming up with ideas for yourself. My name's Dom. <laughs> is that sitting any- across from me is Jonathan. <laughs> Hi, it's me, Jonathan. Hello. Ahoy hoy. And sitting next to me again is Nick. Uh, hello. How are we? That really got you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just there's a weird dynamic it is, happening It is the, the premise of the show. You, you, you get that. No, yeah. <laughs> No, the thing that got me was the incredibly long pause where I'm not sure if I meant to jump in and introduce myself. Yeah, that was the, that was the intention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really good because it doesn't communicate since this isn't a visual medium. So Yeah, exactly. So you're the one who winds up looking like a fool. Yeah, that's often my life. Yeah. yeah, it's good. You should definitely do like more mime bits on this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> that you then have to explain out loud well, afterwards. Yeah, Ma- uh, Marcel Marceau was one of my big influences as a podcaster. Yeah, uh. people don't realize I'm actually a fully trained mime. It's just I'm practicing it while other people are talking. Mm. Yeah. What we do here, other than play silly buggers, is we come up with plot hooks for your games. Off, off the cuff, inspired by visual stimulus, usually from a Magic the Gathering card, as well as a randomly generated word but before we do that who the f- friends are you get to know questions please Jonathan. <laughs> uh yes uh, I oh have nick a- is doing it yeah, oh fuck one. i do i have a getting to know question um uh one thing australians love talking about is uh former prime minister harold holt uh-huh. yeah uh, uh died and went missing in the ocean uh, quite comically he's still so. out there yeah famously had a swimming pool named after him yeah i'd love to know like what comical death you would love to have in order to get something named after you Oof. I feel it has to be something related to music for me I think mm. me dying with an accordion in my hands would be very funny just as like a death position to be in like heart attack mid squeeze and just collapse backwards kind of thing honestly I think that we never need to do another getting to know you question because knowing that you play the accordion is knowledge <laughs> enough about you we can extrapolate the rest of your personality from that does accordion lead you to me also being obsessed with professional wrestling? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you still listen to Weird Al Yankovic? Yeah, no. yeah. Don't lie to me. I don't. Okay. Um, so, actually, also, Death by Pro Wrestler. That's another good one. Yeah. Oh, sure. my God. Having, like, a wrestling ring named yeah. after you. Yeah, yeah. and it's suplexed through a table and then having, like, a memorial table made of yeah. me. The Jonathan <laughs> Memorial <laughs> Wrestling Arena. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, God. For me, I think that it would... I don't know why you just, like, my... 
like the, the the Dom Guilfoyle Memorial Lightning Rod, and you can guess what my, <laughs> what my method of death was there. Just like no one will be struck by Aaron Bolts of Lightning anymore because we have this Lightning Rod here to take the heat for them. It's on your gravestone as well. Yeah, my it's... gravestone is just one giant Lightning Rod. That's pretty sick, to be honest. That's pretty metal. Yeah, it it, it literally it is. would be made of metal. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Nick, um, uh, a lot of people fall off mountains and die, and don't get the mountains named after them, so <laughs> it can't go for that. But like, I think it'd be cool at least to get like a base camp named after you, yeah. And then everyone who's walking up the mountain, they're like, well, well, is it named after like an explorer who was here?" And like, no, it was an explorer who fell off here. Yeah, yeah. It's just like this is this is an explorer who forgot to bring oxygen or food. Uh, One of my favorite yeah. ones around Brisbane is there's a place near where I live called Slaughter Falls or something like that because it's named after a dude whose last name was Slaughter. And one, imagine oh. having the name Slaughter, wild to me, and also then going, "This is a normal thing to name a place. This is fine, actually." <laughs> it's just like a weird, a, a weird news headline. It's just like slaughter rates have fallen in yeah. recent <laughs> weeks. Yeah. Okay, that that's that's knowledge enough about my friends for today. On to the pod. What we do here, as I mentioned, is we get visual stimulus. And this week, what is our visual stimulus? Uh, I'm looking at a magic card that is titled Kunros, Hound of Aetherios. Um, it's, it's Cerberus. I, th- I think we <laughs> know him Cerberus. better as Cerberus. Uh, it is a, a dog with three heads. Uh, it is uh, black. It is snarling with all three of them. And uh, in the background, you can see the gates to hell. Yeah, like, is that gold? Is that a pile of gold that it's walking across? Um, yeah, I, I presume that this is, um, no, it's, uh, it's like, <sighs> are these the gold coins given to Charon? I got, Charon does, I, well, we never discover what Charon does with the gold. Maybe yeah. he just piles it up out the front. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't really have much to spend it on, does he? Hmm. Maybe we he's don't know that. Maybe he's got some special yeah. interests. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, what we we don't know, like he's got a Warhammer collection. Yeah, yeah exactly. He absolutely loves kit bashing. Yeah. He's really we're, into. We're, we're just like, just, so what do you what do you do with your spare time, Caron? And it's like I've been getting really into gunpla. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this That's is an the most hobby. The yeah. most decadent hobbies we can think of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gundam just, Warhammer. I, yeah, okay. brought, I bought an airbrushing kit just the other day. <laughs> Warhammer is the more de- decadent of the two. Mm. That's uh, much more for much less. Mm. Uh, and I I think this is a fairly recent card. I think this is like from the Theros deck where it was lots of Greek-inspired things, so it's yep. very one-to-one. Uh, and our word this w- this episode is president. 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 Very sorry, I just touched the mic yeah. quite loudly with my pen. I'm it's so okay. sorry. You're going to jail. It's fine. President puppy, as I call it. So... Who would like to go first with their hook? Wait, what's that? It's a bit of information I forgot to give because I'm incompetent. We do our hooks here in three parts. It's sort of like a magic trick. First, we give you the pledge, which is just the entrance to this hook idea. It's where you get a base understanding of where things will build from. Then we have the turn, where you build upon that. You add the meat to the bones. You turn it into more of a story. It's going somewhere. Then finally, we have the prestige, where we might have a, a conclusion to the story. We might have uh, an idea of where you might turn this into a role-playing game instead of just a story. Maybe it's just, this is the sort of system that I think this will work for. It's real free-flowing, but the only really hard and fast rule is you must name your hook after the turn. And who's going first? Not me. Whoa. 
It's Nick then, because it's not me. Uh, I can <laughs> pick this up. Um, yeah, uh, the opening for this, uh, the players at your table go to a funeral. This is real easy to set up. All you have to do is kill someone. <laughs> Done. I killed my partner's character last session. Oh. Great. Uh, you, you can get all your players to a funeral, but then uh, the funeral goes as regular, but when they go to leave, they discover they can't. Oh, good. The entire graveyard has been encapsulated in its own dimension. Rough. Yeah. <laughs> Jonathan. Oh, it's me. Yeah, it's you. Okay. So uh, the players on an otherwise normal day are suddenly greeted by a dramatic burst of ash and flame. And within this, a wizened old man in plain gray robes step forward. Uh, and in his hand is a missive from the Lord of the Underworld himself. Okay. And now to me... What we've got is a, a a campaign with some technological advancements to the point where there are some corporations, uh, and this is a, a tech corporation. The party are contracted by uh, by a fairly high-ranking member of the of the company's management uh, apparatus, but not not in the upper echelon. And he wants he or she or they they whoa, I'm not gonna uh, they, anyway. They have. A mission for the party, which is to locate and like m- mostly locate the uh the like the board of directors of this corporation because things th- wheels are turning. The corporation is still running, but the board of directors have been weirdly absent. You still they everyone still gets messages from them, but they haven't been seen in a long time. And this guy's like, all right, find out what's up here. Hmm. Cool. Back to Nick. Fantastic. Uh, so yeah, uh, your players will uh, start looking around. Uh, basically, they're not going to find a way out of this graveyard on the edges. So if they want to start thinking about the directions they can go, it's up or it's down. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, luckily for them, there are a bunch of uh, crypts around here that lead into catacombs. That doesn't sound lucky to me, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, the biggest of which does belong to the uh, uh, someone simply known as the president. Oh, interesting. Uh, once they travel down into this thing, this is where they start like encountering pushback. There are there are hounds to hell down here. Uh, I think that there are these huge like uh, uh, crypt like worms that like shift huge amounts of dirt around mm. with them. So there's this risk of like cave-ins happening, uh, like tunnels are shifting around them. And uh, as the the further they get down, it's like uh yeah, all, all the creatures around here are trying to change the paths around them. Intriguing. I like this. I like this. What's it called? Oh, uh, it is called the Dead Sprint. The Dead Sprint. Yeah, it does sound like it would be a lot of, uh, well, maybe not just like contested roles and that sort of thing. You'd probably find some intriguing ways to make that yeah. work. Yeah. No undead. I want to. I want to put that on the page. No undead. What <laughs> craziness, Jonathan? Hello. Um. So within the missive, uh, there is a mission for the players. I think this. Uh, this 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 hook that I'm making really works well if you have a party of predominantly nature themed characters, like if it's a bunch of rangers and rogues speaking in D and D terms, that, not rogues, uh, druids speaking in D and D terms, um, because you see the Lord of the Underworld he wants a pet, but not just any <laughs> okay. pet. He wants the fine, finest multi headed beast in all of the world, and I'll leave the rest uh, of the prestige. Uh, yeah. So so in in this mythos, does does he not already have no a Kerberos? We are okay. the ones getting him his pet. Okay. I see. Okay. What's and it called? No, I do not have a name for you it. You have. <laughs> oh, you've disappointed me I again, Jonathan. Imagine all the players going, right, 
Got to get him a hydro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, no. I'm getting to that. Don't well, worry just about like, it. Yeah, we, what, I think that this guy would really like having Tiamat as a pet. <laughs> so, the party will investigate. Again, this isn't necessarily a, uh, a D&D setting. I want it to be clear that this is a setting with like corporations. So, you can, have a, have, you can tweak it to be more sci-fi. And, in fact, I will, I will say, I will, I'll talk, talk in terms of sci-fi. The party investigates, and through their investigations, they will find out that there was an there's a blackballed um, project that just like would seem to be getting a lot of funding, and then just kind of went went dark. It vanished from all of the st- from all of the reports, and it goes and it lines up with where the board of directors vanished, or wh- when they stopped making public appearances, and when the party is able to like. Like it'll be. This is like almost a heist sort of thing. I think uh, is a good way for the party to approach this. They will need to get into like the secure archives of the corporation in order to find out that the blackballed project was about transforming people into other creatures and like more more specifically into like uh, improving them and like transforming them in it and making them into something more powerful and greater. But something went wrong. In with this project that the party isn't quite able to find out, uh, and uh, I want to actually save the save the name. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. Like, uh, who are they going to for this information? Like, uh, what kind of people are they reaching out so, to? So, okay, so corporate espionage is the vibe that I'm going for. So, like, uh, disgruntled employees or employees that uh, have uh, that, that would be willing to get some money, or they can just go the full rogue sort of thing and do like a do a a heist for the information like if you have it full sci-fi you'd like to do the hacking sort of thing i think that it's a it's a, a big enough corporation that you can have the entire you can have an entire dungeon set in their hq sort of thing is the vibe um it's very it's a bit shatter um yep. is where i'm going with it but yeah mm. so yeah i figured out a name oh go on uh it's the quest for kerberos okay i wanted the the k- k- okay no yeah, yeah. you got there in the end yeah Actually, we got there. How are we doing? Have you got a name? Sorry. Oh, I'm saving it for the for the. Yeah, I'm, I've decided. Well, no, no, save. you can't. You can't save it. <laughs> you got to play by your own rules, buddy. The, okay. <laughs> the board of def- the board of defectives. See, that's, that's cool. It gets you thinking. Yeah. <laughs> All right, back to you. Much so, to sorry think to, about. Much to sorry consider. to strong arm you on your own podcast. Mm, but. Really makes you all think. <laughs> I try not to at all times. Yeah, same. <laughs> no thoughts, head empty. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. The players uh, start reaching the end of this catacombs, and uh, well, they encounter someone coming out the other end. <laughs> uh oh! And uh, well, it's this president figure, and what they find out is that there was a a body double plot that they were plotting here. Like uh, when this uh, crypt got built, it was designed to go directly into the underworld, and the reason they did that is that the the president's body double was meant to go in after the death, go all the way down to the underworld. Mm. And then they make the switch down there, and he gets out. <laughs> That's awesome, right? Yeah. Uh, things have gone uh, pretty badly on that front, oh, and really? uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, he like he is now being uh, chased out right. by the 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 hound of hell. <laughs> yeah, themselves. Yeah, the 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 plural hound of hell. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, maybe there's one president, maybe there's two presidents. Maybe, Maybe there's three, one for each mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one for nice. each mouth is an incredible sentence. You're welcome. Yeah, May it yeah. haunt your dreams. Yeah, good. All right, yeah. Maybe it comes down to a thing of like, oh, which one, uh, yo, 
if we could choose to save the body double or save the president here. <laughs> <laughs> nice, yeah. Yeah. Like, manipulate, like, they save the body double and, like, just like, hey, we own you now. No. <laughs> it's just like, now you have... We a- have a few favours. Exactly, there. <laughs> yeah. We know a secret about you, buddy. Yeah. Nice. That's uh, that's the that's where you you wrap it up. You have that that juicy little choice. I like it. Absolutely. What was it called again? Sorry. Uh, the dead sprint. The dead sprint. Yep. Nice. All right. Back to Jonathan. Uh, so what I'm thinking is basically a sort of adventure and research campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's you have to communicate with the god of the underworld to figure out what he actually wants from a pet, and then it's up to the party to come up with whatever creature they think could actually fit that. So I don't think it has to be a three-headed dog. I think you can pick any multi-headed creature that you think, and then come up with a plan to capture it. So if the party can capture a fucking Hydra, go for it. Let's see what they do. I like the idea nice. that you could also you could set up some tables and roll the dice and figure out what and have it be random. It's yeah. just like have it be fucking stupid. Yeah, it's it's a three-headed bird creature with the body of a Komodo dragon. Yep. Only only exists in the Feywilds. Good luck. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um but yeah, I, I think it's this fun thing of also like puzzling what the god of the underworld would want mm. and just like keep it vague but then uh, enough traits that it keeps it interesting i don't know I, you can like <laughs> yeah how, how do you guess that you were ask his friends yeah, you know, yeah see yeah. if he's like left any catalogs out where he's circled some uh, I, yeah, break uh, into his childhood bedroom and find what what his like plush toy was as a kid i like the idea of it taking multiple attempts to find the right creature so mm. like you send a letter back basically going what do you want think of a creature go find it get a letter as you've captured it going oh this is completely wrong jesus christ and then try and find another potential creature <laughs> Chill, what do you like- mean you're allergic to three-headed alligators? <laughs> it's the f- yeah, the scales they flake off. It's nasty. <laughs> Ghidorah, oh, you know I'm more of a Godzilla type. It's like, what the- oh, come on, what? Ghidorah right. only has sorry, Godzilla only has one head. What's the point? No, I know yeah. what the fuck. What? Yeah. All right, nice. Was there anything else you wanted to add? No, that, that that's it. Right. What was that it's, called again? Uh, the quest for Kerberos. Quest no matter what, Kerberos. it's going to be called Kerberos. No matter yeah. what the creature is, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just like he's had he's had a bunch of pets over the course of his life and they've all been named Kerberos. Yeah, it's all a multi-headed creature called yeah. Kerberos. That's they've got like a whole Snowball 1, Snowball 2 yeah, situation yeah, exactly. going on. That's just his thing. Don't don't have a go at him for his thing. He's okay? the god of the underworld. Don't have a go at him. <laughs> That's the moral of Hades. <laughs> Everyone needs to stop having a go at the god of the underworld. He's got a lot on his plate. He's struggling. Back to mine. Uh, the, the board of defectives, as you might have... Put together to a degree, the tr- the the blackballed experiments were not unsuccessful. They were successful, and they accomplished their goal of helping the board of directives of this corporation ascend to greater forms. And that's why they haven't been witnessed in their former human form or whatever. Is because, and you can I think that you can have them as giant monsters if you want. That's a fun thing to do. And then you can also have I, I, an idea I've had is you could have the uh, like the, the aesthetic of the corporation around like these different like oh you have a kind of Egyptian theme sort of thing and then you have like an, a, an Ibis monster that sort of thing like they turn into that you can kind of hide the forms that the go- the, the the board of directors have taken in the aesthetic of the company is something idea I've had but yeah that's where they've gone and it's just like well now there we've got these super powerful uh, horrible monstrous capitalists who've turned into uh, even more horrible monsters hey. <laughs> you see what I yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and it's just now you have this information and I think that depending on where you do it in the campaign it's either new information about the setting that you're just going to have to deal with or it's like hey these are some of your BBEGs uh, you go right here so yeah that's uh, the board of directors of this major corporation are now one of them is 
like maybe this is where like Tiamat and stuff come from in this in your setting. Go nuts. That's my idea. Oh yeah. All right. The rules. The board of defectives. So yes, board of defectives. The dead sprint. Yep. And the quest, quest for Kerberos. What fun we have here, and what uh-huh. fun you can have with our hooks. But just one thing I want to say before you go ahead and try to profit from our labour. Hooked podcast is produced under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 4.0 International License. This means that you are free to share and redistribute the material in any medium or format if you give appropriate credit, do not use the material for commercial purposes, and do not remix, transform, or build upon the material in any way. Please have fun with it. Yeah, that's a pleasant sound. I regret some... (laughs) (laughs) Please have fun with these at your tables, but if you want to do something outside of your tables with it, get in touch. Maybe have a maybe have a chat with us about how you can handle that. And in and in the meantime, where can you find us outside of here? Let's go with Nick. Where can we find you outside of this? Ah, well, uh, I have a podcast called Real Fantasy Encounters on the network. Uh, it's an actual play podcast where we play indie tabletop games. Uh, you can hear me make up all sorts of dumb ideas like this. Yeah, nice. <laughs> and you can follow me uh, at DuffHounds on Twitter. Nice. I do, and uh, as I think that it, it can't be stressed enough when you say like, oh, we play indie tabletop games. It's just like, it's not D&D. For the love of God, finally <laughs> people not playing D&D. We need more of that. Yeah, playing all sorts of fun different games. The blessed thing to hear about. I love this. Yeah, <laughs> Jonathan. Me. You can find me at Racerloid, a podcast that is recorded sometimes, um, and you can find me on Twitter at Pirate Killjoy, uh, where I am tweeting about Aura Battler Dunbine. Uh, sure, it's a fucking anime. I don't know what to tell it's you. A fucking anime. A 1982 anime. Go to hell. An uh, old one, Jesus. Yeah, buddy. The only good old old anime is Pat Labor. Uh, or a battle of Dunbine is bugged. I don't know why that's where I draw oh, the yeah, line. That's take. a weird. <laughs> I know. I mean, Pat Labor's good. I don't know. Or, or battle it's of Dunbine. It's bugged. It's mech, just the though. one that popped into my head. I don't yeah. know, man. You did pick another mech, though. I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, yeah. I knew. Yeah. Uh, anyway, my name's Dom. You can find me on the Mist Home Museum of Mystery, Morbidity, and Mortality, an audio drama that I create set in a museum of weird and magical items. Maybe there's something more going on with that crazy museum. Who knows? Whoa. Whoa. You can also find me on Twitter uh, at a different Dom. I'm back on Twitter. Try to ban me again, you fuckos. All right. You can join me in uh, attempting to mass report Dom. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Damn it. Can I get in on that? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Glenn is not on Twitter anymore. I can't be banned for harassing him this time. (laughs) And with that, we bid you a fond adieu. And... Remember, as we always say, unhooked. What? I got you. Got you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.